in the description box. We're going to operate on two assumptions. Now, I don't recommend assumptions as a general rule because they tend to mess things up. However, these two are good ones and they're important. And I'm going to share those with you in a minute. Um, so why why repair? Why relationship repair? What is it? Why do we need it? What happens if we don't? It's important because if we don't know how to repair or if we are not willing to repair, then we tend to skip from relationship to relationship, repeating the same patterns. And it is, it can be hard to see your patterns for sure. Um, blind spots and repeating them is like, it's a waste of time. It's just a waste of time. Depending on what you feel is your purpose and being here. If you feel like you want to enjoy it and you want to have the broadest experience possible, then you probably want to be open to doing new things and to being in new ways and not just sticking in the same groove. In yoga, we call it samskara, where you're, like, you're entrenched in a groove, which is your way of being, that it comes from your conditioning, from learnt behaviours and one-time learnings. And when you get stuck there, you become limited. So your bandwidth goes like from very broad to very, very narrow. So that's why repair is important because if you can't do it or you won't do it, then it's just like you're swapping out one relationship for another and the same thing will likely occur. So that's why repair is hard, like true repair, not carpet sweeping repair, where you just like pretend nothing happened and like just carry on. <laughs> but real repair is hard because it involves taking a really good, honest look at yourself. Um, so I'll start with the assumptions. I know I'm a little bit early on here, but hey, the assumptions that I really want you to carry with you, at least throughout this time while I'm speaking, are that everyone is doing the best that they can with what they have available that is number one assumption if you just feel into that and just feel like oh, the softness that that brings to your system it's actually a really nice assumption to carry with you it helps you stay in compassion it helps you remember that we're all human and it kind of levels the playing field in terms of stopping you from taking things personally. The second assumption I want you to hold is that everybody is going to fuck up. And that includes you. Everyone is going to get it wrong. They're going to mess up. They're going to make mistakes. It's part of being perfectly imperfect as a human being. So I also want you to carry that as 
an assumption and especially the part about you like you're going to get it wrong as well interesting to have a look at what your relationship is with being wrong okay and uh, that's with a small w when i say wrong i just mean like something out of place or something misaligned or something not quite truthful um that's all i mean by wrong and it's not it's not a character flaw it's not a judgment it's not any of those things it's just uh it's like an acknowledgement of who we are as human beings it's an acknowledgement that we are imperfect and it it backs up the first assumption which is we're all doing the best we can with what we've got available and that means that we often fall back on our conditioning we often fall back on attachment styles we often have faulty ideas that drive our behaviors and we are all just looking to be loved and seen and heard and to enjoy ourselves ultimately and to, and to be safe you know the the nervous system and the subconscious have a have its own set of um kind of parameters for for measuring for calibrating for operating if you like and often when we're not aware fully of those then it can lead us down kind of rabbit holes and we end up acting out in really weird ways which can be problematic when we're in relationship so what does it mean to repair if we're going to hold those assumptions that like everyone is going to mess it up at some point well what let's start with what it doesn't mean what it doesn't mean is leave enough time and space that you can ignore it and that the charge goes out of it and that you can never speak of it again carpet sweep like just brush it under the carpet yeah that never happened that's not repair the other thing is that it isn't is it, it's not making it's not getting someone else's agreement that you're right and they are wrong that's also not repair so although these two of those things like those those two things do hold a quality of like the nervous system can just kind of calm down and be like oh everything's good again because our ego has been soothed like yeah okay so what so you feel like everything's okay again because you're right and the other person is wrong or you feel everything's okay again because that drama has been carpet swept and you don't have to look at it anymore none of that is repair and the difference the distinction is that that's that's just procrastinating on dealing with the issue that's just like putting the issue over here in a box so you can't see it anymore and then it's going to pop out of that box in a bit it's going to pop out and you're going to have to deal with it at some point repair is when you actually deal with the deeper thing that is underneath whether it is an argument or um or a, a big patch of kind of toxic silence uh some kind of misalignment between the two of you where 
you just you're not seeing eye to eye on something and when you really repair what happens is that both people feel seen and heard and acknowledged and that you come to an agreement about the the deeper thing like what is underneath what is actually this about so is it really because you didn't come home until like three hours after you said you would is that really what the argument is about or is it really about the fact that now I don't feel like you care about me because you didn't let me know is it you know it there are a very small number of, of very basic intrinsic feelings that drive disagreements and arguments and kind of fragmentation where we need to repair and they are mostly about us just not feeling loved and cared for that's that's mostly all humans are concerned about <laughs> it's like an assumption a faulty assumption that someone doesn't care about you or doesn't doesn't honor what they know you need and desire or is going against the agreements that you made in the first place in your relationship so there are four steps here that I really just want to impress upon you for good repair and the first one is to get real really get real with yourself get free from delusion and accept that in every single relationship repair is going to be necessary at some point there is no perfect relationship there I said it okay so that you can keep looking if you want but there is no perfect relationship where there will never be a rupture that is in need of repair so this is a life skill that you need the other thing to remember is that humans have free will just because we're in a relationship it doesn't give us any rights over that person it doesn't mean that we get to own them it doesn't mean that we get to um, always come first because they are sovereign you each are each individual in a relationship is sovereign and has free will so it's ultimately up to each of us what we decide to do what we choose to do and there's that amazing quote that I can't remember distinctly, but it's it's something like let people do let people do what they want and then no, yeah, let people do what they want and then you'll see what they really want to do. Something like that. I've butchered that. But it's basically it's like, well yeah, just let people let people be and and they will show you what they really want to do. And that is part of this getting real is like you have to acknowledge that everyone has free will. You have to honor that. You have to let people be at choice and you have to take responsibility for your own choices. So being a fully responsible, conscious adult in a relationship means you get to 
really look at the choices that you're making you get to recognize yourself over and over again as an adult with free will and who is at choice this is really important because it keeps us out of that horrible victim triangle you know where we're like victim perpetrator what's the third one anyway it's a shit place to be don't hang out there so knowing yourself to be at choice knowing yourself as a human being who's gonna mess it up is like the underlining factor for you knowing that you're going to need repair skills and then just to give yourself like an honest evaluation like am i good at repair am i willing to repair what do i need to learn what where are my um where are my weak spots here do i always have to be right do am i very bad at seeing where i have uh messed up or any of those things like that radical honesty is a massive piece of this and it keeps us away from that blame and shame where we always imagine that it's somebody else's fault we're like mm, that wasn't me no that was you and that it you cannot get repair from that space it just it won't happen because the immediate response from any human being is defense it's like the spikes come out like you cannot get close to me i will not show you my vulnerability and connection is severed so in order to not use the blame and shame like you have to acknowledge that we're all human we all mess it up and we are all going to need repair at some point in all of our relationships the question that is the end of this section is and this is for yourself is do you both love and choose this so this is another piece of radical honesty and you can obviously only answer for yourself but it's a good question to have in the vicinity when you're in a conscious relationship do you still love and choose this relationship because relationships are work i don't care what anybody tells you like they need attention they need care it's like babies are work yeah babies are gorgeous man they're just like oh it's so lovely but yes they are work like it's going to ask from you it asks from you to be a mother or a parent it asks from you to be in a conscious relationship and yes there are amazing gifts but it's very important to make sure that you love and choose being in this relationship otherwise you can do all the repair in the world or you can be repairing like every other day and it's exhausting but it's actually the deeper thing here is that there is somebody who doesn't want to be here who who does is not invested anymore so it's really good to get that cleared up and to be radically honest about that stuff um so getting real is the first point that brings us to the end of our the first section the second section is having clear sight and what that really boils down to is not taking it personally okay so same thing like zooming out to how hard it is being a human and coming back to rest on one of our major assumptions which is everybody is doing the best they can with what they have available then triggers are going to happen 
and if you assume that the other person is not trying to upset you they're not trying to make you mad but this is part of this is part of our evolution it's part of our awareness it's part of growing together in relationship then this is where clear sight comes from and it also includes that the presenting problem is never the problem so when you look at like i've just mentioned an example before you know somebody as somebody has seemingly done something which has made you cross or made you upset and it's like is that really the problem you know they they didn't clean the kitchen or you know like they didn't come home when they said they would or they didn't organize going out for dinner when they the expectation was there that they would it's just like is that really the problem is that really what the issue is is there a deeper thing like nine and three quarter times out of ten yes there is a deeper thing what is that and that is where you'll find your solution and your signpost towards the repair it's like what's the deeper thing but it does take vulnerability because you do have to then express what that deeper thing is in order for it to be addressed. Um, having clear sight also involves um, being very clear about your own boundaries, being in a good connection with your own truth and really paying attention to what you're making it mean. So when you do have a rupture and you're relating, really pay close attention to the rabbit holes you go down in your mind and look at what you make it mean. What do you make it mean that this happened? And is that true? Like, is it, tr is it definitely like a thousand percent true that it, it does mean that? Like, does it really mean they don't love you? Does it really mean that they don't care? Does, you know, like, again, fall back on that assumption, like everyone is doing the best they can with what they've got available. So this is where communication comes in, which is part three, clear communication. Do your best and always pause first. So this is true in speaking, in written, any communication, yes, if you're in good connection with your truth then you might know like that like you know what needs to be communicated my suggestion is still to take pause because if the relationship is important which we're assuming it is otherwise you wouldn't bother repairing it then it is important how that truth is delivered so yeah truth is truth and you can just like be hard and fast with it and just chuck it out there and truth can also be hard to take like it it doesn't have to be gentle you know it doesn't it that's just the nature of it sometimes it feels hard and spiky and heavy so my suggestion is always just to take pause and to personally i sleep on it if it's written i sleep on it i write it out put my truth out there i'm in a very good connection with what my truth is 
So there is rarely anything fundamentally flawed when I look back at it again. However, there could be some nuance that I choose to adjust because I don't want things to land in an abrasive way. And this is a fine line. This is a really fine line because I also will never compromise what my truth is in order for it to land in a particular way. So it's it, it takes calibration. It takes like exquisite attention to really find that balance in being a clear, good communicator and sticking with what is true to you. So staying in integrity and also paying enough attention so that you can make delivery of that truth in the most um, impeccable way. I think impeccable is the word that I choose here because you want it to be clean. You want that to be really clean, which means you check the language, you check that there's no projection, you check that you're not in blame or shame anywhere. You, you fully, fully own what that truth is. And that can be hard, like that can be hard to do. So that is a practice in itself. But one of the other acid tests that I use for communication is if that was the last thing that I said to that person, could I stand behind it? Now that's kind of, if you look at some of the, the exchanges that you've had and, and you apply that rule, then you might find that you, you want to make some reparations because sometimes we can say stuff that, that is true in the moment. And then actually, you know, on reflection in three months or in six months, you kind of, you know, when you look back. Um, so I like that rule as well for myself, you know, if that was the last exchange I had with that person, would I feel happy with it? Could I stand behind it? You know, is it okay with me? And, and that helps to keep the communication really clear and really, really clean. So they're the three... They're the three um, core pieces here of repair. And the final one is super, super important. And this is about doing the repair within. Okay, so there will be occasion when it's not possible to repair with the other person, when the other person doesn't want to, when the other person is no longer around. So it becomes necessary to do the repair within. And that means really accessing the deeper thing. So really getting in touch with, okay, what has happened here that has made me feel like there is a rupture and that there needs to be a repair? What do I need to do in order to feel internally softened, repaired, congruent again? And the first thing here, which kind of goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, is to take personal responsibility for your own state. So you really have to kind of stand up and own like, yes, I'm a human being. I'm having experiences 
And yes, sometimes they are facilitated or catalyzed by someone else, but ultimately I own how I feel and I'm responsible for how I feel, which is actually a really good power position because if you accept that, then you also accept that you can sort that out. If it doesn't feel good, that you can make the reparations within yourself so one of my top recommendations here is to get external support to co-regulate and to resource yourself again. So that can be in the form of trusted peers, in the form of friends, in the form of family that, that love and care for you. Um, it's really like down to your discernment who you choose to help you come back to your own equilibrium. And then on that theme, how own how you care for yourself and your needs, which means you need to get good at deciphering what it is you actually do need. You know, do you, is it basic? Do you need to sleep? Do you need to eat? Do you need to get outside? Or is it slightly deeper? Do you need to untangle a thought pattern? Do you need to have a look at some old conditioning, some old assumptions. Do you need to unpack what has happened with this other person in their absence? So there's a lot here. And and when we when we own it, there again there's a like a fine balance where it's really important that we take responsibility and it's equally as important that we are tender with ourselves and that we treat ourselves as the soft gentle humans doing the best we can so we fall back on that assumption for ourselves too i am doing the best that i can with what i have available right now and that is always true and if you apply that it can really take the sting out of any sort of self-judgment, self-blame, self-criticism. And it can bring you back to that softer place where it is possible to recalibrate internally and to see clearly how you can do that repair within yourself, like what has been ruptured within yourself what needs some attention, what needs some love, what needs to be healed internally. Because in a perfect world, yeah, we get to do the repair with the person that we had the rupture with, that we are in relationship with, and, and we sort it out, and we sit down, and we get clear, and we're loving, and, you know, that's a perfect world. It's amazing, and that is not always possible. So this repair within is my favorite point here. It's the most important point in order for us to be able to take part in authenticity in relationships and go deep and experience amazing connection. We need to acknowledge that, yeah, it is going to mess up at points and we're going to need to repair and to have that self-trust that we can do that repair on our own as well. So not only can we repair in relationship, but we can repair our own internals when things mess up. And 
I mean, without that, without that knowing, then it makes it, it, I would say, almost impossible to enter into any relationship that is truly authentic because you're always bracing against potential pain because that's part of our human experience is that people do hurt each other. That's part of it. So surely, like, the the most important piece here is that self-knowing, that self-trust, that actually, yeah, okay, it's going to happen, and I'm going to be okay. And that underlying feeling of I'm going to be okay is what gives you the freedom to then really fully take part in all of your relationships without holding back. And this, you know, if if you feel like that's, oh, that's not possible for me, that's impossible, like that's crazy, then I would highly recommend some kind of embodiment work, some maybe embodied trauma work, but just to address the things that are, that are keeping you closed or keeping you bracing and stopping you from being free. Because whoever you get into relationship with, is going to be impacted by that as are you so in order for us to be like truly deeply connected with each other we need to show up and the radical honesty here as well is like if you need to be clear with yourself about how much of you you're willing to show and to bring to that relationship because if you're not willing to bring the real you, then it becomes about extraction. It becomes about getting what you need and what you want from that relationship without actually ever fully having both feet in. So it's, it's hard work to look at these things because it requires a level of honesty that is unprecedented. The reward to showing up in that way and to being this honest and open with yourself is that you get to access the deepest, most loving connections. And that is what part of what humans are here for, in my mind. Like we are here to experience each other and as a result of experiencing each other, we get to experience ourselves even more deeply and we get to play. We get to, we are life force in human form, kind of experiencing each other. And like, it's, it's joyful and beautiful. And yes, there are hard pieces, but knowing how to do the bits that are tricky is what will give you the access to the bits that are beautiful. I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for listening.